The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Free Kicks. Well, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. England here uh, has been watching his hometown team. This it's got to be pretty exciting. You're sitting here in uh, in Illinois near yeah. near Chicago. It's uh, FA Cup is going on back home. You have mm-hmm. uh, what was the name of your team that you? grew up with well my hometown where i grew up i grew up in a town called slough which was the original uh office location so the, the show the office that was where it was officially located not okay. which then became trenton new jersey right for, for the u.s version uh yeah no it wasn't it scranton pennsylvania scranton yes, right yeah. you're absolutely right scranton yeah exactly okay so this is the scranton of uh of england that's right <laughs> That's right, Slough. Yeah, and they got to play in the FA Cup, which was so exciting. First round. So they said that they'd already played six games to get there. That's the crazy thing. And wow. remember, the, 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 all the Premier League teams don't enter till round three. So, um, but they were, it was live on ESPN+. Plus. My goodness, what a fantastic channel that is. You can get to see so many games, college yeah. games, everything else. Um, and... Um, so I watched the game, and they were almost, almost. They were very close to the upset. They actually have a player manager, which is awesome. He played and scored. He scored the goal to put him ahead. And then about ten minutes, eight ten minutes left. Grimsby, who were in League Two, they're kind of near the bottom of League Two. So they're a, a professional club. Ended up tying it up. So they have a replay on the 14th of November. So. Have wow. to watch that one again, but yeah, but uh, exciting. So, so the the league that they're in is that. Uh, so I've been watching this Wrexham show. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're even lower than Wrexham. Oh yeah, so that Wrexham's in League Two, same league as Grimsby. Right. Um, so Slough would be in the sixth tier. So the next is the conference, and then there's the south. Of, they're in the south division, so they would be in the sixth tier. Of professional of, of of football in England, so they're they're two divisions away from getting into the league potentially. Well, I got to tell you, the FA Cup is uh, one of the more interesting and exciting things yeah. to watch, um, and yeah. we'll get into that more as we get uh, for sure get deeper into the tournament. But right now, it is time for free kicks. And now, free kicks, free kicks with Illinois Youth Soccer Association's director of coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. Slough. I just like the name of it. Um, so last week, if you uh, if you were listening to this show, you heard Adam predict a uh, the game of the week. Uh, his Adam his TV tip. Yeah. Well, um, boy, did you nail that one! It was <laughs> it was Spurs uh, versus Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. Um, this game had everything. There were two red cards for the Spurs. There were injuries to big players. There were two disallowed goals for Chelsea. Another disallowed goal for Tottenham. Uh, it was a free-for-all. And it yeah. was one of the most entertaining games I've ever watched. <laughs> I I must confess, I totally agree with you. It was end-to-end. I, was, I literally needed to take a nap afterwards. I was that tired. <laughs> After the game, my goodness, so many ups and downs. And then, obviously, the whole VAR thing is just completely out of control. 
we're going to have to, there's got to be something that will be discussed about there. I'm sure there's going to be lots of discussions, but my goodness, it does I've seem never like seen anything. it does seem like common sense doesn't enter in the equation. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. It, just a little bit of common sense. It if there is a uh, let's say offsides, and it's by mm-hmm. an inch, and <laughs> and it was it was uh, not called on the field. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just seems like a, a bad idea to overturn that. But, you know. Yeah, what, no, what do I, I know? mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I, I agree. I mean, it just, it, again, it's, this is where the game's going. I, mean, I think uh, the Tottenham manager said it best. I mean, if this is where we're going, these games are going to take forever, you know, because yeah. they're going to be stopping. There were so many stops and starts. It felt like, I hate to say this, but it almost felt like an American football game yeah, yeah. <laughs> with, with, with we had a few timeouts in there yeah. oh my goodness we've taken, we, <laughs> it's 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 unbelievable but yeah that's that's what ended up happening and I mean in terms of the game itself wow what a what an amazing match in terms of the decision and for me this was the biggest thing the decision of Tottenham to play that high line throughout the whole second half we're down two men yeah and then try to and and to be fair should should have scored in fact they had two goals this now by the way oh that's right yeah you're right they did <laughs> yeah because they scored they scored i thought a great goal to tie it up eric dyer uh or, yeah I, well actually was it to go ahead i think it might have been to go ahead no it was to tie it two to two tie it up yeah, yeah to tie it to two two uh my goodness what a finish that was and um yeah, it was just unbelievable all the things that happened. But, you know, that was the decision he made. And uh, Chelsea were trying to get him behind. Finally, Nicholas Jackson scored some goals. And uh, the score probably flattered Chelsea a little bit. But Yeah, you think? <laughs> they got the result. But, hey, when you're 11 against 9, you would expect to win, you would think. That's true. Uh, but I, I was watching the game. My Actually, my son called me up to say, I had you got to turn this on because uh, I, yeah, yeah. I hadn't been watching it because I was working. But, you know, I, I flipped it on and watched it. And uh, that when Dyer scored that goal, I thought, yeah. I don't I don't believe it. They're going to get a point out of this game. <laughs> I know. I... <laughs> they had no yeah. business getting a point out of the game. Uh, but it was uh, a big win for Chelsea in the end, and they uh, they won 4-1. to one was the final score and yeah. it was not a four to one game it was uh nip no, and tuck no. all the way yeah and again i think part of that was the decision by the manager to play the high line that's the discussion that's going to go on i'm sure for the next week yeah. but uh i loved how he said he said that's who we are that's what we do yeah we'll do it with five so i'll give he's committed to his decision so yeah. give him credit there well you know in that regard he kind of reminds me of jürgen klopp who, mm-hmm. who also unapologetically just says, this is our system, this is where we're playing, this is how we do it. Um, and, you know, there are days it works and days it do- it doesn't work. And, for instance, yeah. this past weekend, it didn't work against Luton Town. They, they uh, dropped two points there. It was a mm-hmm. 1-1 draw. In fact, they were lucky to get the draw uh, because Luis Diaz got a goal in the 95th minute. Yeah, really. But let me just say this. I, I don't know if we've talked about this, uh, uh, what Luis uh, Diaz is going through. His his parents uh, 
were kidnapped. Yes. They were kidnapped. Yeah. And uh, I guess his mother has been released. His father, I think, is still being mm-hmm. held. And he's out there playing the game, you know, under those circumstances. That's got to be that's got to be a trying situation. Couldn't couldn't even imagine what he's going through. I mean, all he knows is obviously he's in a football situation. He's just around his team, which is probably the best thing he could do. Yeah. And for them for him to then play and to commit himself to playing in this game, absolutely amazing and his, uh, he actually had a under his T-shirt, and then for him to score the tying goal in, I like, in the 95th minute, talk about uh, a poignant time to do it. So it was an amazing portion of the game, that's for sure. And uh, freedom for his papa was what he put on his T-shirt underneath. Right. So, yeah, yeah he's uh, given massive credit for him to do what he's doing and deal with what he's dealing with. You know, I watched that game, and... Uh... Liverpool <clears throat> totally dominated, of course. Um, it reminded yeah. me of that Chelsea uh, game a couple weeks ago, um, yeah. where they just dominated but could not could not yes. get that final goal. But Luton Town, now you're getting a little nervous. They're up to six points. No, six <laughs> points. I, I was getting a little concerned when they had the they had uh, eight. Yeah, but they've still got six. It's okay. I mean, the bottom of the table. Okay. They're in fourth. They're fourth from bottom now, so yeah. I guess that's the thing. But you know, other teams around them are doing better. In fact, you know, Sheffield United won, so there you go. So they're they're getting a little bit closer. So they got this. So everybody's got at least a win. Yeah. So that's a good thing in that bottom four. But yeah, it's it's already starting to turn into a bottom four situation. There's a five point drift between Luton and Everton, who's uh, fifth from bottom. So uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think it's going to be these four battling for those three spots. It does feel like Everton is making its way out of that area, uh, mm-hmm. so they're starting to get their act together. Um, the other game that uh, was a big uh, highlight match was Newcastle versus Arsenal. Yeah, um, yeah. Newcastle with a big win, and uh, don't look now, but they're right back up there again. They're in sixth place uh, on the table. Arsenal drops to fourth, and look who's back at the top. <laughs> yes, Manchester City. Amazing. I know. I know. It's they, they just find a way, don't they? They just find a way, and they played really well, I thought. But, again, the whole Newcastle game, that was a whole VAR situation as well with, with the way they scored. They had to do three VAR checks on the goal. Right. One with the ball going out, one with the push, and then one for an offside. And that's, it seemed like that was what was happening in the Chelsea-Tottenham game. And yeah. again, we're double-checking and triple-checking. Well, um, I mean, you know, it's one thing to check the offsides or to see if there's a foul in the box. It's another thing to check, like, four plays before that. Yeah, 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 I know. That's the tough thing. I mean, come that? on. It, why do you even have linesmen out there if you're going to handle it that way? We're at, yeah, exactly. We're at the point where we could probably just be staying at home and refereeing the games ourselves. <laughs> you know, that, that might be the situation. What we could just do, we remote could do control. That. Exactly. Probably be better off doing it as well. So uh, who knows? But uh, and the interesting thing is, the the referee, if I remember, for the Newcastle was that Anthony Taylor. I think that was Anthony Taylor who refereed that game with the controversy. He ended up getting demoted. 
Um, so he got demoted and it was actually refereeing in the championship this week. And wow. then today, breaking news this morning, guess what game he's got on this weekend? He's got the <laughs> Chelsea game. Chelsea game. So, yeah, so we'll see how that goes. He's the guy that uh, loves uh, uh, giving out red cards, right? Yes, yeah. yes. All I'll right. have to send you the video of him. Uh, all of the all of the bad calls is that Chelsea fans have already put a video clips of all of the bad calls he's made against Chelsea. So uh, it's quite yeah. interesting. Um, uh, there's another question that I wanted to bring up, and this is something mm. just as a, just as a viewer, and you know yeah. I'm a I'm a big uh, fan of the announcers. I always uh, have been. It's something that I do for a living. I'm a you know a a radio professional. And I listened to John Champion, who I think is quite good as yeah. the announcer. But it seems like everybody hates him. Have, have you noticed that? I mean, there's like a vibe there. They keep switching it between Lee Dixon and uh, Graham. Uh, and uh, and it seems like both of them kind of don't like him. <laughs> have mm. you picked up any of that at all? Seems like he's, he's very... He's very, I wouldn't say sarcastic, but he's got a little bit of an attitude at times. I would definitely, I definitely sense that. Doing a little bit of research on him, his, it, it was, I, I don't know if it's just because of how he was brought up. He's, um, his father was a, um, a principal at a school, so maybe he was uh, downtrodden as a youngster. I don't know. Who knows? Huh. But um, he's always quick with the. The, the 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 one liners back and uh, I I definitely sense that there's there's not this quite uh, feeling of everybody doing really really well when he's commentating with like you said with Lee Dixon and uh, and also with Graham Lasso so because they were going back and forth yesterday and he's always putting in like, little jibes like yesterday with Graham Lasso about oh, remember when you got the red card here and yeah you know he's like, exactly. always picking on people so I'm like yeah he's like uh, yeah, I, and Graham was so like easy. It's okay. I think he even mentioned it. he said, "Oh, three red cards in five hundred games. That's not that bad." <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's like they were. Yeah, uh, it's not. It's not like happy, snappy banter. You know what I mean? It's not like uh, good pals yeah. uh, teasing each other, which is, I think, what he wants it to be. Um, but that's why I think there must be something about him that they just don't like because <laughs> they do that sort of thing to each other all the time. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. And it's no big deal. But when he does it, it's like, shut up, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Maybe there's something underlying we don't know about. But, yeah, yeah he's always – he's got some digs. It's like he has all these digs prepared. So yeah. I feel bad for, for Graham Lasso and uh, Lee Dixon, that's for sure. Well, that's something to tune in for. I, if if uh, if the listeners check him out next time, the next time he's doing the broadcast, mm. let me know if you hear yeah. anything. Send that in to me. See any jibes? Any jibes? Exactly. Yeah. Free kicks is brought to you by uh, Illinois Youth Soccer Association. Illinois Youth Soccer has been proudly serving the Illinois soccer community since 1975, and is a nonprofit corporation official state association and charter member of the U.S. Soccer Federation, administers U.S. Soccer Federation coaching programs, the Olympic Development Program, and U.S. Soccer Federation referee programs. 
For more information, go to illinoisyouthsoccer.org. Okay, I think there's also some Chicago area news. Yes. And now, the latest Chicago area soccer news. Soccer news, soccer news. with Coach Adam. Coach Adam. Well, let's hear yeah, it. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, busy, busy weekend. Um, so we had most of our staff were up there this weekend. I wasn't there. I was I was preparing for the podcast by watching as many games as I possibly could. <laughs> I'm working but, here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But uh, the nice thing is you can always watch them online. That was the beautiful thing about it. But definitely some congratulations need to go out to the following teams. So 15 new girls, Evolution, congratulations for being the state champions. 16 new girls, FC United, state champions. 17 new girls, FC United again, state champions. 18 new girls, Crystal Lake Force Elite, 18 new girls, state champions. And then 19 new girls, FC United. So a pretty good weekend, I would say, for FC United, winning three state championships. So congrats to them. Um, so, yeah, so they'll all represent Illinois at regionals this next summer. So that's exciting for them. And then we're already starting with the process already. Teams starting to get their things together to prepare themselves for the spring. So that's where the majority of the boys teams, obviously, we do the girls in the fall because the girls are playing high school soccer in the spring. So we kind of take care of all those teams. So congrats to them and uh, looking forward to uh, the spring contest. Don't forget those people. We've got uh, ODP. It's pretty much registrations closed, but uh, check in with uh, our administrator, Rico, to see if there's any spots here or there left in some areas. I know he's been sending some information out. And we've got a whole bunch of coaching courses out there for people to jump on to including the new club leadership course, which was the DOC course, as well as a couple of C licenses, a B license, as well as some grassroots and a D license as well. So it can be pretty busy. So around the office, do they call him Rico Suave? Uh, no, just oh, Rico. Okay. It's Ivan Rico, but he goes by Rico. Oh, okay. That's a free <laughs> I do, one. I do like that. That's a free one. It's a free one. All right, it's time for another feature of ours. Time now to guess the Premier League star. So last week I was chastened uh, by our uh, esteemed uh, co-host here, Mr. Howarth. He got the guess in like three guesses, and he challenged me to find a new way to do it. Um, And I have, in fact, chosen a very... Very difficult one for this week. <laughs> so uh, it'll all even out over time. Uh, but this week's Premier League star is 29 years old. Okay. He's currently playing for his third Premier League club and has played 270 games in the Premier League. So he's been around. Mm-hmm. Um. Neither of his previous clubs are still in the Premiership, by the way. Okay. All right. They were when he was on them. They are no longer. <clears throat> He's a winger. He wears number 15. He's yeah. a, an English lad and has played okay. for the national team as a youngster, but only once for the first team, and that was in 2017. Wow, I only played once for the national team. 
Interesting. Number 15. Uh-huh. Is he playing with Tottenham? He is not. Okay. His previous clubs are Norwich City and Southampton. He played for Norwich City for three years and Southampton for six. He also gotcha. played in Turkey. Okay. I don't remember him playing in Turkey. I was just thinking of somebody there. I was thinking of Danny Ings, but that's not Danny Ings no. for West Ham. No, he played no. there. Played for Southampton and Norwich. Is that yep. what you said? That's right. His current club. His current club was promoted this year. And okay. sit near the bottom of the table. Near the bottom, so they're not. At the bottom. Correct. Oh, okay. So he might have played with Luton Town. Would that be fair to say? Nope. Nope. One of the teams below Luton Town in the standings. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he definitely made it more tricky, that's for sure. So he's got to be either with Bournemouth or Burnley. He is with one of those two. Would it be Bournemouth? It would not. So it has to be Burnley. <laughs> okay. Wow, you've narrowed it down. He has scored 58 goals in his career, but none for Burnley. Yeah, right. Exactly. So when we has he even been playing much this, this maybe, season? Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> I, I don't think he's played hardly any games. That, that's This is the problem we have, Rick. He See, played for the national team. He played for the national team. I know. He played. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That was when. That was when everybody was playing for the national team. So I'm guessing this is a player, Burnley. I don't know too much about him to be honest, but mm-hmm. he is. Um, he hasn't hardly played at all this year. I think he might have been injured. And a good friend of mine. We were. In fact, it's so funny you say that. We were just talking about Burnley yesterday. And he was basically telling me about how frustrated he is with the team because they change the lineup every week. Yeah, and he never mentioned this guy's name, <laughs> so that's that's why it's interesting. He talked about every single player on the team, but didn't mention Nathan Redmond at all. Very good. That's so. My last two clues were he shares a first name with the man who played Max Bialystok and the producers on Broadway. And he shares a last name with a town in Washington State, which is famous for its sea salt and betonite clay. Gotcha. Sorry, that probably would have given it away. Yeah, that 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 would have been it. That would have been it. Here's here's the thing: when on earth did he play for England? In 2017, he played one game against. uh, I don't know who he played against. Yeah. I was like, man, I don't even remember him playing for England. And he, to be honest with you, I didn't yeah. even know he played for Burnley. Yeah, I didn't either. I just I was looking for a very obscure player, so I, <laughs> I found. Yeah, one. so yeah. so it's it's guess the obscure player, <laughs> Premier star. League star is what it's oh, called. Oh yeah, so uh, you just don't you, just you ever you tell just... me it's too easy, pal. <laughs> well. You've you've titled this Guess the Premier League Star. Now you basically renamed this to Guess the Premier League Who Knows Who It Is. Yeah. Well That's I mean he's funny. got he's got two hundred and seventy games in the premiership, so he's not yeah. uh, you uh, know 
Less than five games this season he's played. He's hardly played at all. Yeah. Yeah, that's him. Well, I was going to do uh, a more obscure player on Luton Town, but I thought maybe that would be too hard. At least this guy's been around a little bit. But there's always next week. We'll find yeah, out what next week's week. uh, guess the Premier League star. Mm-hmm. But right now it's time for this feature. Now time for Adam's Weekend Soccer TV Tip. So you called it last week. You nailed it. Yeah. What is yeah. it this weekend? Well, I was looking at the, the games. I mean, this, again, um, I was looking at who's playing who. Interestingly enough, I, I thought I was a bit surprised, and this goes to our, our Aston Villa viewer here, listener. Yeah, I picked a whole bunch of those players off Aston Villa to play on my fantasy team, and they were useless. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. useless. Yeah. I would. I, I mean, and that's when you, know, you and I have talked about how it's very difficult. You can't bet on the Premier League. No. I would have bet a lot of money on Aston Villa beating Nottingham Forest. Absolutely, especially with the form that they're in. And I look at the score, 2 nothing. What the heck? Yeah. So, yeah. So, But I, that, that's an interesting game to see how they would rebound on that Sunday. So I would definitely put that down as maybe the 1A. That's the early morning game. Okay. But it, you've got to watch this one. It's going to be amazing. And I know it's my team again, but Wait, so when, so when is the uh, morning game? Is that the 6.30 eight, eight, eight. game? It's 8 a.m., so 8 I think that's workable for you. Okay. Yeah, I think that's workable for you. Aston Villa, Fulham, definitely watch that one, I think, because Fulham's in some rough, a rough go, and I'll be interested to see if Aston Villa's for real, partly because I want to make sure my players that I picked are, are able to do it, so we'll see. Okay. But um, the big game has got to be Sunday, Sunday early morning. Well, it's not really early morning, mid-morning. Chelsea at the bridge against the citizens, Manchester City. This is going to be a cracker of a game. Chelsea flying high, on form, destroying Tottenham Hotspur on the weekend. (laughs) Who was top of the table, knocked them off the top of the table. (laughs) Now they're ready to knock another team off the top of the table. Unbeaten, whatever. You know, we beat Tottenham. Yeah, they they all think they're that better than everybody, but it's... (laughs) It's all about Chelsea. This show's all about Chelsea. Yeah. Let's be honest. Uh, that's what we hear. So... <laughs> that's what our, that's what people tell us. <laughs> but no, it this should be that's it's definitely the best game to watch. Chelsea Man City should be a really good match. Ten thirty Sunday. Definitely tune into that one. And the big question's gonna be can Chelsea control who I think is Manchester City's best player right now? Jeremy Doku. I don't know if you've seen him. Oh, he's been on fire that guy. Oh, my goodness. He is just unbelievable. I think he had three assists in the last game and a goal. Just tremendous. He yeah. just drives at players. He's He is going to be tough to handle. you got to feel then, good for Man City because, uh, you know, they needed a good player. They just yeah. they just didn't <laughs> yeah. have enough firepower. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially on the wing. I mean, you know, who do they? Foden, Grealish, Doku. Come on. It's a tough. It's a tough dilemma they have yeah. to deal with. You know, so I mean, you, you just pick the best out of those three. Yeah. That, that's where I mean, that's the problem. That's what he has to think. It's either Doku or Grealish. That's who he's got to pick. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. All right. Well, uh, this uh, program, Free Kicks, is brought to you by Green White Soccer Club, and uh, I was at the. Uh, 
Illinois Soccer Hall of Fame uh, yeah. induction ceremony this past weekend, and and congratulations to Marcus Luxkong and Joe Fillion, former Green White players who are now Hall of Famers. That was kind of a fun night. Um, it was open bar, so tremendous. Yes, that's how they hooked me in. But it was I'm very <laughs> happy for those guys. <laughs> uh, it was fun. If you want to find out more about Green White Soccer Club, uh, check us out at uh, greenwhitesoccer.com. Org. Next week is a big show, Adam. Tell everybody what next week is. It is number 200, the episode that we never thought we'd get to. We thought 100 was going to be great, but we're going to be at 200 episodes. Amazing. Amazing. So uh, be sure to tune in next week because we'll be back for the 200th episode of Free Case. The preceding was a presentation of Opi Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opi Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Don't you ever tell me it's too easy.